Welcome to Business, The Art of Winning. I'm your host, William Farmer, Managing Director for Dale Carnegie Australia. This is a podcast for leaders who want to win in business and in life. Having trained over 35,000 professionals, as well as coached some of Australia's top CEOs, I've accumulated quite a few business insights that I'm ready to share my top tips and tricks to help you win in business. Each week, I'll be sharing my knowledge around leadership, employee engagement, sales mindset, and so much more. Sit back, relax, and get ready to learn, because business, the art of winning, is now underway. Hi, it's William Farmer, and this is Business, the Art of Winning. Thank you for joining again on our podcast. Hey, today's title is Why Accountability is Vital to Your Company. Obviously, if you are the company, vital to you as well. Sponsored by our Unstoppable Leaders Masterclass. How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age. We'll be running that workshop here in Brisbane on the 9th of February at 8.30. You can register on the, the show notes. If you're in the Brisbane area, please do that. It's a fantastic half-day workshop all about how to become more unstoppable as a leader. Uh, And for those who are somewhere else in the world, enjoy our topic today, why accountability is so vital to your company. It is important for us to be able to keep our people accountable to the outline and the tasks required. You know, when we talked about uh, last time on our podcast, we talked about performance management and coaching performance. It was a a topic that was pretty well received uh, from our listeners. And so today we're going to talk a little bit more around that accountability part and how accountability actually helps the team, how it actually improves the culture Uh, And sometimes, you know, uh, a lot of the time when we're working with people, especially generational, it's not uncommon for me to see four generations working uh, side by side. Uh, And if you're uh, born uh, before 1965, uh, you're classed as a boomer generation. And so when it comes to review time, usually it's no news is good news, right? No news is good news. And uh, if you're an X generation, hey, tell me in the yearly review, and we all know that, especially in recent times, a year is an incredible amount of time to have a review in business because things are changing so fast. Uh, So that's the X generation. The millennials are more, hey, boss, how am I doing? I told you last month. Well, a lot's happened in a month. Tell me more. And with our Z generation, because obviously we've been used to instant feedback, gaming, you know, if you're using any of the uh, later games, you can get feedback on your performance. I play chess every morning uh, and I play badly sometimes and I'll look at my report and I can get instant data and feedback. So when we look at the Z generation, millennial generation, they want instant feedback. And so if you're brought up as a boomer or X generation, where no news is good news, it might be a little different in regards to what people want in regards to coaching, uh, being available, and also accountable. Now, how do we keep people accountable in this virtual world where a lot of um, my staff aren't even in an office anymore? In fact, for in Dale Carnegie and Associates, some of our team haven't been in the office for two years. So we have to look at ways of not only keeping accountability, but also coaching so that people are really, uh, you know, really part of the team, even though 
uh, they may feel a little bit uh, not associated because the office environment is no longer there. So we're going to talk a little bit about KPIs, why it's so important to your business to be able to uh, understand uh, your people and help your people get to those KPIs. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today as well. So let's talk about uh, accountability. So when we talk about the generation, sometimes we can think, well, you know, uh, I pay them. They should just do their job because I pay them. Uh, and, you know, for some temperaments, that might work really, really, really well. But for other temperaments, they may feel like you don't care. Uh, you know, and we talk about, you know, uh, absence doesn't make the heart grow fonder. It actually makes the heart forget you. And so we need to be able to have that right balance. So what's one of the ways to identify um, you know, how to keep people accountable, when to keep people accountable. So one of the things is, is to watch body language. 59% uh, of our communication is nonverbal. Uh, you can tell pretty quickly when people are receptive to your coaching. Uh, what we try to do here in our office is to make sure that we have monthly coaching. And uh, in that monthly coaching, it's set. So it's usually the first couple of days of the month. And our coaches, say if it was Jordan, she would be coaching her VAs. And they would uh, do a very quick 10-minute scorecard. Uh, and the coaching would be around questioning, asking questions that help the people to discover the answer for themselves. Uh, look, if you're always telling someone what to do, then you know, you're doing their job for them and they're actually not taking on the ownership of that particular role. So when you are coaching people and keeping people accountable, make sure you do it in a way that allows them to solve the problems. If you just come out with solution mode straight away, which we all like to do, you know, some of us have been in our business for a long period of time, masters of aircraft. So we want to let people know what to do. But the problem is, you're doing all the thinking and the talking and you could have an audience that's disengaged. And so asking and soliciting feedback is, is very important. What is the goal? Have we agreed on that goal? And are we working towards that goal? So uh, Dale Carnegie's principles 22 to 30 really work uh, well on accountability. Let's just analyze some of those principles for a minute. The first principle is begin with praise and honest appreciation. So if we've got a KPI, uh, maybe we're in a formal coaching or even an informal coaching, uh, one of the things is is to basically build that rapport. Uh, you know, when we are coaching for non-performance, it's not usually the person that we're upset with, it's just the issue. So by beginning with praise, a strength I see in you or what I like about you or what you've done that's awesome is a great way to start the conversation. Why? Because, uh, and I talk about this uh, in my class, uh, uh, you know, if, if you, uh, actually I've just decided to grow a beard, you might have seen that, but if I, uh, if I got a naked blade, I went like that, that would really, really hurt, right? It would really, really hurt because there's no lather. And so when we are actually working with people, you know, we should be focusing on what they're doing right and recognize that first because it's like lather, it just smooths the process. doesn't mean we're going to be weak at the knees and not tell the truth or keep the person accountable. Uh, that's not the case. We are going to actually address the issue, but a good way to address that issue is find something right first. Then we move into uh, the next principle, which was draw attention to people's mistakes indirectly. So most people know when they drop the ball. So our goal is to make sure 
that they have the opportunity to own up or help them see it. Sometimes we have blind spots and they don't see it. But draw attention to people's mistakes indirectly. Now, look, when I'm coaching or trying to keep someone accountable, let's say it's to a sales figure. Maybe they're meant to sell 10 units and they've only sold eight. So a question I, I might ask is, hey, what's going really well? They'll tell me, yep, hey, look, we were able to manage to get eight uh, sales uh, and we did that within the right GP, so it's really profitable sales. Okay, fantastic. Hey, what's not so going so well? Oh, well, what's not going so well is, is that we missed out on uh, two. So we were meant to achieve our 10. Now, nine times out of 10, the person who you're working with knows when there's a shortfall. If they don't, maybe it hasn't been communicated, maybe it hasn't been written down well, maybe we haven't had that buy-in process. But as soon as you do have that standard, you know, Call attention to people's mistakes indirectly. And actually, one of the principles, ask questions but uh, instead of giving direct orders really, really helps that process. Um, so what else can we do to relate the issue? Uh, talk about your own mistakes before criticizing the other person, which is a Dale Carnegie principle. Uh, we all make mistakes. In his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie liked to walk his dog and he uh, let his dog off the leash in that particular park that he was in. You're not actually meant to be, you're not meant to do that. You actually have to have a leash for the dog. Policeman came up to him and said, Hey, uh, sir, you, I'm going to fine you for, you know, not having uh, a leash on your dog. And Dale Carnegie, and he did this genuinely, he said, Look, I, I'm sorry. I, I know that I should have had uh, a leash. Uh, for the dog but you know it's just so good to see them run around and be happy and the officer because uh, of the genuine nature that uh, he was communicating said look that's fine this time but could you make sure that the dog has a leash there is a higher power for most of us which is that sense of hey you know all of us have made mistakes uh, and and when you when you appeal to that higher power or sense of fairness or sense of honor uh, you can usually get exactly what you want without, um, you know, reprimand. And so, uh, so one of the principles is, you know, call attention to people's mistakes indirectly. Talk about your own mistakes before criticizing somebody else, uh, and then appeal to people's nobler motives or sense of honor. Uh, when I'm coaching, uh, typically, especially if it's around sales or delivery. Uh, if it was one of my team, uh, Tanya is one of my uh, great uh, uh, Dale Carnegie teachers, and uh, I might be working on summarizing. And you know, one of the mistakes that I would make in the past, Tanya, is sometimes uh, I would summarize on the obvious rather than really thinking about what is uh, the deeper area of coaching that I could get to. Uh, and because I'm moving so fast, I would just say what's well, quick rather than maybe just dwelling on the deeper meaning of it. When I did that, my coaching was much more pointed. So I talk about my own mistakes before uh, you know, criticizing somebody else's behavior. Look, once we uh, relate the issues, which is part of accountability, once you've related the issues, uh, you know, sometimes people still don't get it. They don't get it. You ask the questions, you've thought about it from their point of view. So as a leader, we actually have to say it like it is sometimes. Sometimes you've got to go, hey, we agreed on XYZ standard and it actually hasn't been met. Uh, what ways are you going to correct that particular behavior or, partic uh, or that um, productivity or action? 
And that's where it can really be helpful. You know, so don't start there though. If you otherwise you'll just be teaching them not to think. And if we teach people not to think, then they'll comply. So uh, don't start with that. So maybe start with what Dal Carnegie suggested, ask questions instead of giving direct orders. Talk about your own mistakes before criticizing the other person. Uh, so maybe start with some of those principles before being direct. Next, though, is you want to motivate the person. You want them to be you know, fully functional. After you've uh, outlined the accountability, you want them to go, yes, you be, well, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do the job enthusiastically. How do I do that? Well, let the other person save face. Uh, in other words, you know, make sure that you're dealing with the issue, not dealing with the personality. Sometimes uh, we can mix, we can get those confused. Here's the other thing is try to be in a calm state when you're coaching, even if you're annoyed. All of us get annoyed. It's a natural human um, response. It used to keep us safe uh, from any threats or enemies. There's a reason why we do have anger, um, you know, obviously, because of the way the world is now. Uh, that We have to be inclusive with our language. We have to deal with lots of different diversity. It doesn't work to be angry. But guess what? That feeling and emotion may pop up. And so whenever you're coaching, make sure you're calm. And whenever you're trying to keep people accountable, make sure you're calm. Why? Otherwise, it'll work against you. And by the way, you can be 100% right. I mean, whoever is coaching you on being a coach and what you agreed on, it is exactly what you agreed on. But if your attitude is wrong, and um, it ain't, ain't going to work, even if you are right, 100% right. So... Keep calm. Next is uh, let the other person save face. Uh, give the other person a fine reputation uh, to live up to. Now, what does that mean? It means like, hey, Charlie, uh, this is an area that hasn't really worked for you, but I know that in the past you have excelled. You have actually gone against the trend when adversity hit. You lifted like a kite in the wind. This is just an issue, an area that I know that you're more than capable of overcome. Now, obviously, I've just given you an example. You don't have to go and lather that too thick. And always be really sincere because um, Dale Carnegie said flattery is exactly that. People are starving for appreciation that sometimes flattery might work for you. Uh, but in the long term, people will start to see the technique that you're using, which is flattery, and they will resent you for it. So, so make sure when you are giving that praise, it is uh, backed up with evidence. It is relevant. It is also taking into consideration the personality that you're working with and their temperament. If you're a director personality, uh, you want to make sure that your uh, outline of what they're doing good fits maybe goals. Uh, if uh, you're dealing with someone who's a little bit more quieter, say an introverted person, uh, you might really want to think about it and even use some of the data to back up uh, what you're saying. So, so in consideration, always be relevant to the person that you're chatting to. Uh, what else can we do to make sure that we are um, you know, optimum, we're at that stage where we can keep people accountable and that they're motivated? Uh, make the other person feel happy to do the things that you suggest. That's a tough one, right? It is because it means you have to know them. You have to understand them. You have to also probably see that uh, how they respond and react in good times and maybe in different times. So it takes a long time to understand what makes that other person joyful. Remember, happiness isn't your responsibility. Maybe, though, through a culture of collaboration and understanding, happiness can exist. So first of all, accountability. You have to keep people accountable because 
the business consequences are, will ripple. Uh, if they're financial, they'll ripple throughout the, uh, the business. If they're cultural, they'll ripple uh, throughout your, your team. If you only uh, address uh, issues with people that you find easier to deal with and you miss out dealing with issues that maybe you're indifferent to, people you're indifferent to, people will notice that. So again, uh, the Dale Carnegie's work, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People, is brilliant, especially 22 to 30, which I've been harping on now for the last uh, couple of podcasts. So I hope that repetition is married to habit and behavior, and this has been useful recap for you. And we talked about performance. So the, when we're looking at gaining performance, getting the most out of people, look at coaching. And when we're thinking about accountability, maybe take this approach to keeping people accountable. You know, uh, there's an old saying that goes, uh, character is always doing the things that you know you should do when no one else is looking. And that's where personal accountability is really, really important. Hey, thanks for joining us today in this podcast. It's been great. Uh, hey, join us for our masterclass for those who are in the local area. For my uh, international guests, thank you for joining us again today. Hope you found it useful. I'm William Farmer. Remember, business and life is the art of winning. Thank you for finishing another episode of Business, The Art of Winning podcast. As always, be sure to check the show notes and view our complimentary and high-valuable resources and workshops. If you would like to submit a question to the podcast or get in touch, you can contact me on william.farmer at dalecarnegie.com. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe to the podcast. Please also rate the podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app and show your support. Until next time, keep winning, and I will be back with another episode on Tuesday.